Sorry, we were eating dinner. I'm sorry. And it takes me a really long time to get to the office. <laughs> I'm I am sorry. This is on me. No, don't worry. No, we had a plan. We had a plan. I was and then, you know, the afternoon kind of gets got ahead of me. Yeah, I know. I want to talk it's about okay. you though. Oh. Tell tell me everything. Well, what is there to tell? So you you did this thing. You gave up your kidney. I did. And now you are mono kidney. I am. I think they call your kind. (laughs) Unikidney. Yes, unikidney. UK, for sure. And what was the experience like? Well, um, let's see. I I, I missed the extraction part, luckily. (laughs) (laughs) I was out for that. Okay. Um, And uh, the rest of it was, uh, you know, it it took some adjusting. There's still a lot of pain and a lot of... uh, random aches where where did they cut cut into you like where's the incision uh well there's actually four incisions technically what there's one too many well well there's one incision really that's about three inches long right below my belly button and then there's three little like pinholes that they use like across my the left side of my belly that they basically put tools in through and they inflate your belly is what they do. Um, because of this uh, laparoscopic surgery, they don't have to like slice you all the way across or anything gargantuan. It's just a relatively small hole that's, uh, you know, big enough to get a kidney out. And then the doctor goes in, they inflate you up so they can kind of shuffle things around a little bit. You go all the way to the back and, uh, you know, staple the arteries shut, remove the kidney, pull it out and, Go stick it in another guy. So they didn't go in through your back. No, they I actually, totally would have thought they would have rolled you over and pulled it out through the back. They they don't like apparently because I asked that I'm like why don't they just go through the back because the kidney's right there. It's, yeah, it's like <laughs> it surface. Seems, it or seems is it, obvious. It's like opening a package, right? If they cut into you, they might just slice open what's inside. No, it's not like that, but they said it's much more difficult for them to do surgery on a patient when they're face down. Oh. Um, as far as the patient's health, you yeah. know, monitoring the patient. Breathing. And, and, exactly, yeah. all that sort of stuff. So even though it's more work for them to go through the front, it's better for the patient's health uh, to do it that way. So I'm all for that. <laughs> That's bananas. D- yeah. Okay, so I'm also curious about the settling process, right? So they took out this kidney, and now there's, like, space to move around. What what fills that in? Just organ? Just Yeah, just stuff? Things, things kind of squish around in there. And it was weird, because yesterday I was feeling my back, and I could actually feel um, like, uh, like a divot, like, on that side of my back when I would push in. I was like, wow, there's this spot, and I can still kind of feel it. I can still push in a little bit, and it's just a little... It's a little less, uh, you know, tough right there. It kind of moves in a little bit farther. So, wow. Yeah, it's a little strange. <laughs> and it was, it was like I was feeling. I, I was calling it my ghost kidney pains. Like I was pretending oh, yeah. I was feeling my ghost kidney. But it's like I could feel things shifting yesterday, and just like as things were kind of moving around a little bit, but um, kind of filling the void, so to speak. What's your? Uh, what, that's really uh, horrible. Uh, that. So, what is your general state of uh, energy and movement? I mean, it's been it's been now what four or five days? It's been yeah. It was uh, it happened midday on Tuesday, and uh, what is it toward the end of the day on Saturday now? So right. it's um, 
it fluctuates. I mean, I had one day in the hospital, um, and a lot of that was just uh, really adjusting to um, have. Well, it was really time for them to figure out how to get a hold of my pain and nausea and all that, and get over. You know, get past all the uh, um, the drugs that they give me mm-hmm. to uh, the anesthesia and everything else. Um, and uh, and now it's like I go through moments where I'm feeling great and it's like, you know, I kind of forget to even take a Percocet because, uh, cause I don't feel anything at all. And, and then all of a sudden you'll have these moments of, uh, you remember, like, you yes, remember like, the Percocet. <laughs> well, it's when you start moving, really, it's like, oh yeah, this is why I need to take those pills. Cause wow. it's, uh, it just, you're really slow. You're really, really slow. Wow. So that's, yeah. I mean, that's when the pain happens. So you're still pretty, you're like a cat, 20 hours a day, pretty much sleeping and resting. It's kind of Pretty much sitting on my couch. Uh, yeah, it's hard to sleep in bed right now. It's hard for me to mm. lay flat uh, down. So mm. I've been sleeping on the couch, sitting up, which um, feels a little better. Um, uh, yeah, and just a lot of time staring at the TV and uh, kind of slowly walking to and from the bathroom or the, uh, the office or mm-hmm. the kitchen. Uh, is your family pretty sick of you? <laughs> I think I don't think they're sick of me, so to speak. But I think my wife is sick of uh, having to do everything yeah. around the house. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I feel um, a little bad about that, but I, you know, there's not a whole lot I can do. Can you? Do you have an update on uh, on your buddy and how he's doing with your your machinery? Uh, the kidney is, uh, as in his words or in his doctor's words, really, uh, the kidney is uh, doing better than expected. So wow. Yeah, it uh, really, uh, I guess I had a super healthy kidney. Hopefully, my other one that I still have is equally healthy. <laughs> <laughs> he took the good one and left you with the dud. That's right. <laughs> no. Uh, no, it's, uh, I, I think that uh, it's just, a, it was a really healthy kidney. Um, it's performing beyond expectations. Um, he went home already, and I mean, he's got to keep going back and forth to the uh, doctor a little more than I do just because of uh, the transition that his body is making from where it had been. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, but yeah, I mean, he, he feels great. He says it's, uh, it's really kind of, um, opened his eyes to, uh, the things that he, um, the little things that he, uh, wasn't appreciating so much beforehand, you know? Wow. That is and, wonderful. So yeah, it's a, it's amazing to hear, and I mean, you know, his family, uh, they're just great. It was nice to meet them, and you know, they just they all felt so bad that for, you know, for one reason or another, they couldn't uh, they couldn't do it, and so um, they just uh, you know are thrilled um, sure. that that he's kind of back in a place where he's he used to be, you know, because yeah. it's been it's been a good it was uh, I think uh, summer two thousand thirteen when he kind of went down, so it's been. Oh, wow. a, uh, yeah, it's been a year and a half of uh, really hard times for him. Wow. Well, that is great to hear. Do you have any, like, are there any uh, long-term sort of medical requirements on you both now living with one kidney, like medications or anything that you, you're you on now forever and ever? Or is this pretty much, once you heal, you're back to normal? Um, it's easier for me. I mean, he'll, he'll certainly be on medications for life regardless because, you know, he has somebody else's kidney in his body now. Right, and right. so... So he'll he'll be on some stuff for life. As far as I'm concerned, um, I, I really can pretty much live as normal. I can't drink quite as much. Uh, I can't take certain uh, med- medicines now, like Advil is out um, because of how it affects your kidney and your liver. Um, 
which is unfortunate because wow. that's that was always the kind of the the yeah, bottle a I would grab for right exactly. Um, and uh, other than that, you know, they said just don't don't join any uh, you know kickboxing or or uh, tackle football groups. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good safety tip. Yes. Yes. Um, okay. The important stuff. Have you seen any movies you want to talk about very briefly that we haven't talked about before? Um, that we haven't talked about before. I have, uh, gosh, I have been watching a lot of movies, and I don't know if any of them are uh, anything worth talking about. I did see, uh, I rewatched the first and second Hobbit films mm-hmm. in preparation for hopefully getting out to the movie theater sometime soon. Um, I've just been plowing through a lot of stuff. I watched a couple more Ellen Burstyn films. I watched Despicable Me 2 while I was at the hospital, hopped up on morphine, and it was a really trippy movie to get through uh, <laughs> that state. That's probably a better way to watch it, I think. Um, you know, I watched The Hunt, which I really, really liked. That was the uh, foreign language film with Mads Mikkelsen. Oh, sure, yeah. Very kind of horrifying film yeah. that I watched. And I, I watched... Uh, John Carpenter's latest effort, The Ward, which um, was rather disappointing. Oh. And, uh, yeah. Then other than that. Given some of our conversation around John Carpenter, maybe that's not a surprise. Well, you know, the thing about it is it just felt like a film that may as well have just been made in the 70s or 80s because it felt mm-hmm. like nothing original. It felt like I'd seen that movie before 20 or 30 years ago. Right. Sure. And That's too know, bad. Yeah, I was just like, well, at least it's I can check it off my John Carpenter list. Fair enough. And then uh, just to add a little torture to everything, I, I watched Peter Pan with the kids. <laughs> oh, Andy. <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you got through it, so silver lining. Now you don't have to do it again. Exactly. Now I can skip it forever. Well, uh, do you have any uh, message you'd like to share in preparation for our conversation on the Battle of the Five Armies? Um, I just, I, I look forward to listening to it, uh, once I've actually gone and seen it and, uh, I hope you guys enjoyed it. I'm curious to find out, uh, what the verdict was, uh, the last of the films. Uh, you know, I, I've kind of gotten from somebody who was, um, not that thrilled with the first one. I ended up, um, as I read the book to my daughter and ended up, um, kind of just getting into it with her because that it was her thing that she really started getting into. I kind of, found new joy about the films. Um, I, I really enjoy them quite a bit. And I know they're not Lord of the Rings, but they are very fun for what he created within this trilogy. And um, I'm definitely looking forward to getting out and seeing them. And uh, yeah, I'm curious. Um, you know, the the versions that I just watched are the, the uh, extended editions. And uh, there's a lot more meat dealing with, um, like, Thorin's father, um, pops up in the second one and mm. he wasn't he wasn't in the theatrical version and so right. i'm curious um how how much better that ends up playing into the third one having seen the bits with thrain sure so sure well i uh you'll note i'm saying nothing i do know that. i am trying not to spoil it for you in particular so i uh, we're having the show uh, we're going to talk about the movie in in just about an hour from now so um uh, you can listen to it tomorrow i hope you are able to get out and sit through it. I hope so too. I in, think in that, a good uh, way. I mean that, like in a kidney way, not that it's torture to watch. No, exactly. Yeah, it may I, be I'm, torture to watch, but I'm not telling you. 
<laughs> I have a feeling uh, if it was uh, if I was watching it in the 3D high frame rate, then it would be torture, regardless of what I thought about the film. I so. I did see it in 3D high frame rate. Oh, you did. I did. I know. Did, did you have you noticed an improvement from because you saw you've seen all three of them high frame rate? Now, I have. Right? I've seen all three of them both, uh, yeah. high frame rate and and standard uh, 3D and non 3D standard uh, projection, and and it's still. Um, I have a new perspective on it, I think, which is that it still looks like um, it goes back and forth between looking like uh, Telemundo to <laughs> looking like uh, everything is shot with a tilt shift lens uh, to looking absolutely stunningly gorgeous in the uh, heavy, heavy effects CG um, arena. So Smaug, for example, is stunning, hmm. stunningly beautiful in this film. Um, but anytime you get a crowd together, it's ridiculous to me. And so right. I, I'm really looking forward to seeing it again in standard projection. And so, you know, as you can imagine, there are a lot of crowds in this film. Um, and so, uh, so I'm looking forward to seeing it again in standard definition. I, it, it's, I'm still a little bit stunned that, that, uh, uh, Mr. Jackson, if you're nasty, um, still thinks this is, this is this iteration of whatever it is is the future of cinema because I'm I'm not there. Yeah, so. I I saw one and I just don't think I could ever ever go back to it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it'll be uh, it, it'll be a good experience for you. I hope you are able to get out of the house and and check it out, but uh generally, man, I am really glad to hear your voice. Oh, thanks, buddy. Well, uh, I'm it's uh it's not so hard talking. It's uh, you know, uh, moving around is the hard part, yeah. and uh, and I do get I do get winded pretty quickly. Sure. Well, I I don't want you to bust a stitch, so uh, <laughs> you get back to it, and we uh, we all wish you well, and definitely miss you uh, on the show tonight. So I know I'm so bummed, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Nah, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Have a great show, buddy. Good night, buddy. <laughs>